Do I get I guess we should uh, go ahead and get right to it. Welcome all y'all to the first ever Prison Black Podcast episode. I am Will Murphy from here on forth. I will be going uh, as Murphy's Law 615, aka also known as. And these are my two nearest and dearest, bestest, good closest friends. Gentlemen, y'all want to introduce yourselves? Okay, I'll go. I am uh, Javon Banks, longtime anime watcher, longtime comic reader, longtime uh, geek. I need y'all to know that because, yeah, because it wasn't always popular. So I was, I'm, I'm true to this and I do to this, but uh, <laughs> I go by, <laughs> I go by Banks itself on Instagram. You want to follow me? I got some nice art on there, you know, nice pictures to look at. Oh, follow me on there. Uh, and yeah, we'll go from there. Awesome, awesome. I am Carl Tomlinson. Um, it's my alias name. My author name is Chaos Black, but um, I'm a I'm big time comic book fan, big time anime fan um, since since grade school. And I'll keep it simple, just leave it at that. Well, I like how y'all totally gave a whole bunch of uh, details about yourselves and I ripped the Joe Budden line and threw it right to y'all. So let me circle uh, back and uh, at least, I'm a long time avid comic book reader uh, into anime as well. Um, anything pop culture, gaming, sports, all that good stuff. But uh, this podcast is gonna be centered around um, kind of building and establishing the Prism Black community. Uh, for those of you who may not know, that is a company that is very much a digital media company uh, based in Nashville in Texas that is very much in the business of putting out uh, black creative content and just content in general when it comes to anime, comics, you know what I'm saying? Um, Banks himself is the founding father and author of the first three product, uh, well not product, I don't want to say product, but stories. Stories like, my man's got some dope stories, some dope ideas. Uh, you can see behind me the Revenge series, Jet Grind mix up, first two launches. Um, you can holler at, uh, we got the domain set up yet? Uh, well, uh, not, for the, not for those, I don't have them set up all the way. I got, I got the uh, bankingstuff.com that you can look at, but uh, it's just for the stories. It's not really, not much on there uh, as far as like uh, comments or whatever, but it's got the like name. Y'all can definitely follow the Prison Black uh, IG page, uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel as well. Um, Carl, you got anything that you want to promo before we get right to it? No, let's go. All right. So, Prison Black, <laughs> three geeks, long time, finally getting an opportunity to talk about shit we like. You yeah. know what I mean? Starting with some animes, bro. All right, what, what introduced y'all to anime or kind of got you into it or hooked on it, shall we say? You go first. Thanks. You want to leave that? Uh, I got to go first? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, so what got me into anime, uh, you know, I wasn't uh, a TV show, and I didn't get into it from TV shows like most people would have. Uh, you know, back in the day, they had like certain stuff. So like as a kid, I was just like scrolling through uh, TV channels, and I happened to wake up early enough and be scrolling through TV as a kid, 
to lay it on Sci-Fi Channel, and they was playing this movie uh, called Project Lilycat, uh, which is a horror anime, was a horror anime movie. So that is what led me to like getting up every Saturday at the same time to turn on Sci-Fi Channel, see if they'll plan another movie like that. And then that's when I stumbled upon Akira. I guess I was, I had like first grade. So I was like six, seven, you know. And I've seen stuff like seeing stuff like that versus Simpsons. No, no offense to Simpsons, but I love Simpsons too. But like seeing Akira and then realizing that, you know, to me that stuff looked real. I mean, looking back, it doesn't, it's not photo real, but like compared to what I was watching at the time as a kid, it looked real. Like detail in it was just amazing to me. So that kind of like, you know, I was like, what, you know, I was on TV, like, not on TV, but like after seeing the movie, I was like, I was hoping for the commercials to come on so they could tell me when they would say, now back to so and so and so. I was hoping right. for the commercials to come on so I could find out what movie this was. Yeah, and we've like, come a long way, haven't we? <laughs> you have to wait for it to back to the schedule program. Like, today, you just hit a button, like, yeah, stream. It's like finding out what it is. But, uh, but yeah, I was waiting on the commercial to tell me what food it was. I was like, man, well, I can't wait, can't wait for this to go to the commercial so I can find out what this is. So I found out what it was. And then, like, every every Saturday that I woke up and watched Sci-Fi Channel, I was hoping that that was before. So, like, the two, three times that it did come on in that span of time where they were doing that on there, like it was like the best Saturday for me, like best Saturday morning. Like, yes, my movie's on. So it went from Akira into just like, I need more of that. I need more of like that type of content, like that type of cartoon, you know, whatever. So, like, this kind of just what drove me into like, like an anime of life, like watching Akira, uh, open it would come on every morning. So, then with like Vampire Hunter Steve. Uh, and, you know stuff like Venus Wars, you know, stuff I'm stuff that's probably too mature for my age, but hey, that's what I like. Hmm. I remember um, back in the days when we had to go to like Suncoast to Sam Goody, and yes. literally walking down the anime aisle, and there was always centerpiece or centerfold that uh, like an Akira display or a box sets around like Akira just like that. That him walking up to the bike, red leather jacket, and just yeah, that like. I must have looked at that video at least a hundred times if I ever even got got the chance to sit down and watch it. Just yeah, wondering what it was. I bought it. I bought the I bought the anime. Uh, I bought Akira for every time it came out. When it came out VHS and remastered. So I bought the original Akira. Uh, it wasn't the original Akira, but like I bought the you know unmasked VHS Akira. And then when they did it in HD. I bought that one. When I put it out on DVD, I bought that one. Only thing I don't have is Blu-ray. You know, Blu-ray. All right, but I got it digitally. I got a VHS. My VHS tape is at home back in Nashville. So yeah, VHS. Ooh, yeah. Oh. Sign of the times, right? Yeah, she's real like it. VHS figures. Yeah, that was the time. What about you, bro? Anime. It was like, what a tape it. I need to tape. <laughs> Big bags. If you if you couldn't buy it at a Suncoast, you knew somebody who had an older brother or cousin who had to take. If you couldn't buy it at Suncoast, if you just buy it at Edit, it was like for real. You know, this is my this is my thing. Like you had to really be looking for it, find it back. Or like flea markets and shit like that. I mean, they do like little comic conventions, Red Skate. 
like people stumbled upon, like you had looking for it. Yeah, big facts. The mainstream shit wasn't, or what we, we would consider mainstream wasn't a thing yet, but we'll get into that a little later. Carl, what about you? What uh, what brought you to anime? So my journey to anime was very cookie cutter and very um, commonplace, kind of like a lot of people's, a lot of people kind of took my route. So, so I didn't grow up like with, uh, with like a head start, I, not that it's just a head start, but to me, like I, I consider it like a head start because I didn't know anything about Akira or anything along those lines. Like, I mean, I've seen, I've seen like, like like what you're talking about with the bike and the leather jacket that I didn't know that's what it was at the time. I was just like, oh, okay. But uh, um, so the first, my first taste of anime was like a lot of people's was was Cartoon Network. So so um, I remember I remember one of the first shows I saw was like um, Robotech, and like I remember um, after that, like um, seeing Dragon Ball Z seeing Gundam Wing, seeing um, eventually seeing Inuyasha, like uh, like late at night, um, late at night when when um, when like uh, most of the mainstream cartoons are what had gone off and, and whatnot. And I, I just remember thinking like, cause at the time, you know, the only like the only form of animation I was really watching was like Batman, the animated cartoon, and like Saturday morning, like cartoons. That was a good so show like once I, <laughs> so once I saw, once I saw uh, Dragon Ball Z, I was like, oh my gosh, it's killing all this other stuff. Like, what, like, where, where has this been? Like, all my life, you know, it's and it's crazy because my dad, who's, I mean, people in people his age, they, I, I never saw anybody like that watch anime, but like he was watching it with me too, and like. And like he was just as amazed as me. Um, he's almost like sixty some years old, and still and still talks to me about uh, like uh, Dragon Ball GT and whatnot, and like all these other different things. I'm going off on a tangent, but uh, that was my introduction uh, to anime. That's that led me to uh, to watching a slew of other different shows that we'll get into in the podcast throughout the year. And um, I let uh, I let Will. Um, take it from there, man. Um, mm -hmm. What would you say was the first first? Because I know you said you saw Akira, but if you could think of something around, because we're thinking what Akira time, Suncoast, that's what late nineties. Yeah, I, I remember, like, because okay, so from like, I bought, I bought, I used to buy Dragon Ball Z tapes from Suncoast just because like they had they had the like little picture on the back. And like I would yeah. match them all the way up, like yeah, yeah. that they would tell a story, and I still yeah, have them to this day. Yeah, they tell the whole mural. Like yeah, <laughs> you got a whole. Do they still do that? I don't. No, nah, I don't. They can't still do that because who, everything, who still everything's everything's digital sets, now. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Bro, you were going, you were talking about uh, DBZ. No, I, no, I was just saying, like I remember. Like I remember going to Suncoast buying Dragon Ball Z tapes and whatnot, and like I didn't, I didn't even know it was, I didn't even know it was called anime. Then. I just thought like these are some dope, and like this is this is sacrilegious now, but at the time I was just like these are some dope cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Edit that part out. Bro. I mean, it was. 
you go like, oh yeah, this is anime. I don't know. I, you know. I think I, do, I only do the call it anime because I was I was late to the party very much. And the person who introduced me to it was like, nah man, this is anime. Like one of those types that's just was very adamant about that. Um, my first intro, believe it or not, wasn't Dragon Ball Z. Um, somewhere between the transition to Thundercats and Transformers to the X-Men Saturday morning, um, a friend of mine put me up on, uh, that I went to school with, Ian, Ian Gray, shout out to you, where you at, Ian? Uh, put me up on Ninja Scroll and Vampire Hunter D. And Ninja Scroll, which I had to go back with, I still own that. Like, I bought a DVD, DVD um, years ago, back then, when I had to hook up the media player. <laughs> and um, 1993, what people would consider an OG classic, would, would y'all agree, disagree? Well, hold on, what was the question again? I need, Ninja, I need to hear this. Ninja Scroll is an OG classic. Come on, Yeah, yeah, of there. course, of course. Yeah, you, I know you agree with that. Like, I I wanted to ask for, for the listeners to say, but I know you would be. Carl, what about you? I can't speak on it because I'm I'm ignorant to to Ninja Scroll, like because I didn't I by the time I started really watching anime, I didn't know what Ninja Scroll was. Word, yo, that's wild. I mean, I can't talk because I this guy's never watched Naruto. <laughs> I mean, and there's a few others. Uh, you you hot the show as well. There, there's a few others that people will consider classes that I've yet to actually sit down and just like binge for. Yeah, you 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 hot show. I forgot you you hot show was one of the first times I watched. I think I was more focused on football or something like that. Like I had some extra curriculum going on. I just kind of wasn't wasn't watching a lot of anime at one point. In fact, only in the past two to three years have I recently gotten back into really getting back in touch with it. Uh, but that's nuts that, um, but not really, because like Ninja Scroll, again, and we can use that to segue into the whole mainstream conversation. It's something that I would definitely call an anime classic uh, just off its sheer influence. So a couple of fun facts, uh, just to give you a quick synopsis without ruining it. You have a wandering swordsman, Jubei Kibigami, um, who was loosely based on the actual historical Jubei, I believe Jubei Yagi, who has been depicted or used in multiple um, allures, uh, well, animes for sure, but um, I, I'm not 100% sure if that's folklore or actual history. I have to do my Googles and some research on that. Um, but even regarded, uh, it is regarded as one of um, the earlier, more influential anime films alongside Akira and Ghost in the Shell. Um, the Wachowski brothers, creators of The Matrix are definitely quoted as saying it influenced them in their story. And just to give you a, a kind of overview, you have a wandering swordsman, a shit ton of ninja mythology, um, a shogunite, a Tokugawa shogunite, and these eight devils of Kimon who are eight individuals with enhanced or somewhat supernatural abilities who are hell-bent on driving Japan into eternal darkness or some shit like that. And it's really fucking cool. Excuse my language. I don't know if we can hurt you on this. We'll figure that out. But it's a dope movie, though. <laughs> um, yeah. And oh, I've got to give props. 1993, that is created by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Um, I'm not actually 100% sure if it's available on any stream platforms. I've been searching and I have not found it yet. But like I said, I do own that. But um, that and Vampire Hunter D, those were the two that um, I think brought me to. Anime fully. Of course, Vampire, have you, have you gentlemen watched that? Both of you? 
heard of it, never watched it. I watched it. I've watched it. I've watched it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know it was a, it was a lot bigger than I gave it credit for. Like, um, also uh, a much earlier OG anime, but a much a super successful manga before it was even um, adopted into anime. Um, I've only seen the two: the original movie and uh, Bloodlust. Uh, and this is by Hiroki uh, Kikuchi, illustrated by Yoshitaka Amano. Um, to date, they've got thirty-three novels and about forty-four volumes, but. I've only seen two of those. I liked how Bloodlust really dove into the vampire allegory. So, which yeah. you, you get some hits of that um, in Castlevania if you if you ever tapped into that book. Uh, yeah, and I think um, this is just my opinion. I think I think it's good to do this because it just shows you that everybody doesn't have to be cut from the same cloth when it when it comes to anime and um, even comics too. Just because like there's so many there 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 thousands of animes out there i mean so i mean there's there's literally a niche for for everyone so i mean we don't all have to be the same we don't all have to agree to like like everything or whatnot but we can still we can still talk about um a lot of different topics and have a lot of commonality and um and things um things along that line but uh i want to ask i want to ask this question question um, leading into some something else, what are you guys uh, looking forward to coming out in the near, in the not too distant future? What are some what are some uh, some shows you guys are looking forward to? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to watching like the uh, new Neon Neon Genesis. I'm looking forward to watching second season of Megalobox. Uh, I'm Neon Genesis. Started, yeah. but what's Are you up? Neon Genesis? No, they're they're making like new stuff for it. Are they reboot? No, nah, it's not a complete reboot, but they're making new stuff for it. Okay. So, but yeah, that. We have I'm, any dates release wise on that? And I got I got to look again. I, I seen it on Thanks. Thanks. Tell up? me a little. Tell me a little bit about those two. Like I, I've heard, I've, I'm familiar yeah. with Megalobox, Blocks, but not not so much the uh, the first one you mentioned. So the uh, original Neon Evangelist, uh, Neon Evangelist uh, Genesis is about pretty much these monsters that come down that they call angels, and they really are angels. They're coming down to Earth to destroy it, um, and the whole story is really about how uh, God and the angels are trying to fix the earth but people are fighting against it even though it's for the greater good like they're destroying the earth because it's, it's messed up uh, so they're trying to the angels are coming down to try to destroy earth but humans keep fighting against it and the whole purpose of them is to destroy like stop the angels from like stop the well the um, the monsters, but you know at the end you find out that the angels um, from destroying the earth and it's real great. So like that's where like the uh, philosophical part comes in because you start like well you know damn maybe we should destroy the earth because you know hey we are messing up like people, so people getting on the side of we should self sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah, I mean that's what the story was about, and then but I mean the story is about them. Their survival, but hmm. this, you know the whole the whole thing about the the villain were the villains were actual angels coming down to you know 
fix what's fix what's messed up. Mm. So, but yeah. I, I remember I started watching it. Um, God, it was months ago, definitely before the pandemic. I started watching that, and I remember thinking it was sometime before the second Pacific Rim came out. So we were looking forward. I remember you and I were talking about the next one. We were looking forward to it. I remember thinking it gave me those type of vibes. And I was, it was something about how that influenced, like, which... I can't remember. It was an older conversation we'll have before we have to come back, but which older anime between Gundam or that was the influence for all these mech, like, this trend of new mech, everything. And I think, I want to say Neon Genesis Evangelion probably had a lot to do with that, or has a lot. But, you know, that's up to the deciders or the, the people who've watched. Hey, well, Will, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, well, Vaughn, did you finish? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I want to. I got a long list, so we can be here all day just looking at the stuff that I want to watch. I can save some for next time we do this because you know I, I mean, got oh, bro, talk, give a few more and shoot. No, I mean, no, no, why, why as you give us stuff, I'm asking questions because it's something I might, you know, I might check it out as well. You know what I mean? That's what I mean, we, conversation we, right. We can we can come back to it. Just that I don't, you know, whatever something that somebody else got to say, I don't want to step on people's toes. So you know, people don't message some stuff, and you know. Yeah, are, are we restricting our time on this or? No, I'm not restricting our time, but you know, we ain't trying to have a snooze fest either. So, come on, people, two hours. Maybe in. some people want to hear what else you had to say, but uh, yeah, I've got a few actually. I'm looking forward to. Um, in terms of new shows, the case study of Benitez, I'll make it quick. It's a book um, written by June Mochizuki, vampires, dark fantasy, black plague type of shit I'm into, you know what I mean? And that's like a highly anticipated that's on the come up. Uh, just I've been hearing about and seeing the manga. Um, Sunny Boy, another one that's on the, um, just got its US release date. Um, original creator Shingo Natsume, that's on the horizon for the summer. I think like by the end of July, we should have that coming out, but basically a classroom of kids getting transported to another dimension and awaken the supernatural powers. What's not to like about that? Um, those are two of the newer shows I'm looking at, but I mean, the darker fantasy, adventure, steampunk, vampire, werewolf, anything like that. Deep, noir, dark shit, count me in. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my bag. And season two of Record of Ragnarok, whenever that happens, because that cliffhanger was a banger. Yeah, I tend Girl, to like that. You, um, I'm looking forward to um, new seasons of shows that have already come out, like uh, Take For Instance, like I want to see, I'm I'm looking forward to the next season that premieres in, in the states of like Goblin Slayer. Like I want to I want to see um, another season of B Stars. Um, I want to see um, another season of Rising of the Hill of the Shield uh, Hero. Um, those are just a few, as far as like um, of uh, of animes that have that. I feel like a somewhat, somewhtly, um, somewhat known. They're not. I would. They're not like supremely popular, like your My Hero Academia or or, uh, or Demon Slayer or some other ones. But uh, but I enjoyed them. I enjoyed uh, um, some of the a lot of the storylines um, in those particular shows. But those those are just a few I'm looking forward to. All right, let me. I'm a. I'm a Pause the music. I gotta see it. What's what Say do you what? like about what do you like about B Star? What do I like about it? Yeah. 
Um, to be honest, if I'm be if I'm being a hundred percent like um, honest, it's not really a set like a set thing that I that I like about it. It's it's just more. It's just kind of more on the lines of it's just I. This is like so. I don't know. Almost like unrealistic. Like these animals are basically like um, I'm like almost hum- humanistic and. And then you have like you have uh, you have them like cross cross like all these cross species relationships, people who you think like like would never like be together and like all these other things. But like you still but you still have uh, you still have like them in, at their core and like nature, like the carnivores still like eat meat or whatever. But but they do it like in the back alleys, like in the black market or whatnot. And I guess the, the thing I like the most about it is, um, is kind of like the storyline you had, you have like the main character who's basically fighting against his nature or whatnot. Um, and he actually wins. Like, like he doesn't give in to like his natural impulses of being this, this, just this basically, basically this, I guess a monster. I mean, which just in case there's that word, if that word. I mean, oh, I, I tried to watch it, and I honestly I couldn't get into it. Oh, I'm just you know, if somebody's looking forward to the next season, I just I don't know what they like about it because you know. But it wasn't not saying it was bad. It literally was less the story. I like the animation. I just literally. Found myself, it didn't grab me enough, so it's something I have to go back to and just kind of start from. Because if I if I don't follow from the first couple of episodes, I'll let something run and just kind of pick up bits and pieces. But I, it, you know, I have to like focus and. Yeah, no, I, no, I can understand. I can understand someone not getting into it because basically the show is basically. A, I mean, spoiler alert! Like Will said, thank you for reminding me. Um, basically, like Will was saying, was saying. The show is basically about uh, the main character um, has fallen for another character, but this character is basically his prey, mm. and like he's ba- he's he's always battling this internal conflict of hey, do I really love her, or is just my is this is just my is this my natural instinct just telling me no, you just want to eat her? Is it a talk piece on toxic masculinity? Is B stars a think beast on toxic masculinity? What Carl talk to him? Preach to him, Carl. Bye. <laughs> and um, and I guess I guess um the thing that just caught me about it is that he searched through himself so much that he realized that it wasn't, you know, I'm not I'm not like actually interested her interested in her because like I'm trying to satisfy my need for hunger or whatnot. No, I really do care about it. And mm. I, I guess it's not it's not very masculine to to uh to like admit, but like part of that hopeless romantic vibe in like animes that kind of always suckers me in. Like because that suckered me in with like Inuyasha because like I uh that was like the first that was the first like form of any type of animation where where I'm like, you had like this like love triangle like betrayal going on like most 
most of the animations I'm watching, like at that age, like it's just like pretty rudimentary, one way, like it's action. Um, there's a there's a uh, there's a problem. There's a solution because there's a fight, and and um, I know it's not very complex, but hey, um, that's that's um, that's kind of that's kind of what drew me into B stars a little bit. Kind of kind of with that. Um, I'm always a sucker for like um, like any type of hopeless romanticism, like in animes. Speaking of. I think recently, I'm not sure if this is a romantic because I think it is. But ReZero, have you watched that? ReZero, ReZero, where he kept spoiler, but the the repeat one. Yeah. That's repeat isn't a spoiler. Like that's not that's the general synopsis. But no, I mean, well, but I, I don't want to like it's yeah, that's the I, basis I, of like I he guess. dies and keeps repeat <laughs> like starting over. But like that's more of a romantic, I guess, because it is a love story at the end. I got I, that's like the first straight love story I got sucked into because apparently all these years the Willie Kitchen was a romance anime too. I had no clue. I was used to Samurai X uh Batosa, the manslayer. Oh. But yeah, ReZero kind of gave me um it was it was weird watching the anime that because I was used to so much action and it, it was one of the first non-action, non-real. You know, it's just like the story was really captivating, but um, what? Okay. Okay. So, no. I I have a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, out of out of a show, out of a show that you're currently watching that you're really invested into, um, first off, name the show, and then talk about where do you think the show is going? Where do you think it's going? A show that I'm currently watching. Like I like a, a one of your shows that like that's one of your favorites. It can be well known or it could be uh it could be virtually unknown or whatnot. Just just because like I know like me personally, um I'm always I'm always interested in in hearing about shows that I that I don't know about so I can check them so I can check them out so I can I'm, I'm always up for finding a good show to binge watch, especially an anime. Hmm. Man, um, I gotta say, go ahead, Vaughn, go ahead, you got it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I didn't watch it currently. I watched it right before, that was like last year, but they were supposed to come out new episodes for it. Charlotte is a called, dope show. What was, uh, what's that? Charlotte is a dope show. Charlotte? I watched Charlotte too, but I'm talking about uh, 91 Days. Okay. I, I, me and my wife, like, we, you know, once we saw the first episode, we were like, yeah, this is be fire. So we watched that. But the new episodes were set to release. Like, they had a date for it, and then they had a don't. But we know there's a season two coming out, but we don't really have, you know, much information on when it's coming out. So I think that show is going to go towards... First off, it's a it's a, it's a crime drama anime. About a dude trying to get revenge, uh, you know, for something that happened to him when he was a kid. Uh, so I think from that, after the end of the first season, they, you know, the per- person that he's looking for finds. So I think from there, they're going to go to uh, 
from there, they're going to go to another person, but that's directly related to him. Uh, just because I don't think it will make much sense if you talk about the same person since he uh, achieved most of his goals in the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking for, I'm, I, want, I want to see that where that goes, that. And then another show uh, that we're watching, uh, dang it. I forgot the name of but these pretty much these people like these they have it's a expert it's an expert show. So uh, pretty much people just with magical psychic abilities and stuff like that. I had to look up the name again because I don't want to get on here and act like look like a a dude who don't know what he's talking about because I can't even remember the name right now. Uh, <laughs> that's just one of them. I got, I got a lot of them, like you know a lot of I've watched so much anime that I forget the names of. Uh, it's just like me, it's just what I consume now. So, like, sometimes I'll be watching stuff and I won't even know the name of it. So, so, people start doing events like from the show, like, ah, I'll see that. And I start talking to them about what I can do. So. Man, that sucks the worst, the most. Like, what getting good into something again and realizing, like, wait, I've seen this. <laughs> I've seen it before. You talking about it. I like, know yeah. I've watched this. Um, I'm going to go there. I think I'm going to jump into horror a little bit, some horror anime. Um, I've been really, so in terms of watching, I haven't been committing a lot of time because most of the shows that I was watching are, you know, we caught up, uh, like Black Clover. Um, I'm trying to keep up with my hero, but week to week, I kind of like to wait. I'm telling you, dude, Black Clover, you, you, you are so anti, but I'm <laughs> going to make you an Austinite yet. Like, I promise you, y'all will convert you, bro. Okay, Once for those of you who don't know, Banks, years. Banks is against Black Clover. Will and I yeah. are trying to convert him over to the dark side, but we will make him uh, an Austinite and <laughs> make him another red black bull. I'm telling you, dude, it's a story right up your alley, though. It's a, it's a ragtag crew that keeps doing the impossible and saving everybody and they really figured out as a show how to minimize the filler and just tell a good story and keep the action rolling because every other episode somebody's getting rinsed. I swear. <laughs> Once you get past the first 30 episodes, every every single episode somebody hey, you gotta watch 30 it. episodes to get into it. That's bullshit. Man, they gotta lay the foundation, baby. Oh, you, you gotta you gotta stick with it. It's called building a story. Bro. I think Coco Bull is gonna be good after two after two fucking episodes. Well, yeah, but think about how Tokyo Ghoul's... Okay, yeah, true. Black Clover did... I didn't know Black Clover was going to be good until Austin got his shit pushed back, um, not getting his grimoire. Like, when his first grim when his grimoire first manifested... Spoiler, if you haven't watched it. Um, earlier, that's like three episodes in, at least, but... Um, I'm looking forward to... Exactly. to get into Tokyo Ghoul. It took, me, okay. it took me one episode to get into Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's true. Some of us seen that nigga mom get a really set the tone. I'm like, yo, I'm watching this shit. Everything I said the N word, but yeah, when Aaron saw his mom get a, that was, you, you knew what you was in for. Hey, bro, uh, I'm looking forward. Hey, I, I feel that, no, I'm not, I'm not, you can't debate that the things that catch your attention, but I know there have been a few, there have been a, a quite a few animes that I, I had to, you know, give them a chance, you know, give them longer than five episodes. And like, I was, I was happy that I did. So I can't think of them yet, but I know they out there. I don't mind, I don't mind five. If you got 30 episodes and you, you need five to display the story, but 30 is a little, but 30, you have to get past the first 30 to even enjoy the show. That's a little excessive. You don't, you don't need 30 episodes to get into Black Clover though. You do. You I mean, keep in mind though, bro, the show, like, the show, the show is keeping up with the manga. Like it, it is very much like 
they told they built it up like that because that's exactly how the manga follow. And the manga's a hit too. But um to answer the question, I've been reading something that's coming to children by James Tenney, and that's a big hit, a fantastic story. That's not manga, that's just a comic, graphic novel, book, average frame that's out there is dope. But reading that has got me wanting to get into Higurashi, um, when they cry. Um, season two is about to come out. It's a little horror anime that I've been hearing a lot about about some town um, that is actually based off a real town with a past of its own. We'll say that for another episode, you guys. But um, the second season is definitely going to be into it um, because something about the name in Japanese translates to when they like uh, the way it's pronounced. Which I have to get the romanization, but the second season is the, when you put it together, it means complete. So I think we're going to find out, which I want to take some time to binge this first season while it's out. Uh, but I think we're going to see that come to an end. And it's getting a lot of a lot of whispers and threads about it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's about, stepping off that All right. So I got two two shows. I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go. Uh, one is very well known. Another one, not so much. So uh, the first one, uh, I, I keep up with My Hero Academia uh, faithfully. Like like Will said, like I I prefer to let the episodes build up so I can watch them, watch them, watch them all like all together. But I'm kind of curious as to where where the show's kind of going. I mean, like because you know the ending point, you know this is leading to Midoriya becoming the best hero in the world. But at the time, at the where they're at right now, I'm just kind of like, well, where like where where is this going? Because like there's this it's, it's kind of this awkward phase where, um, yeah, you know, Endeavor Endeavor has a number one spot, but like after him, I mean, who 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 else can you really really count on? And like and and like at the end with the last episode that aired, you know, you have you have this like date that's uh, that's mentioned, and you have this like number like over. Over a hundred thousand, over a hundred thousand. What? Like, are you telling me, like, out, out of nowhere, like after All Might's just been smashing the enemies left and right, that somehow the end, like, there's there's another adversary that's got a hundred thousand, like, people out there ready to do what, like, take over the world. I mean, like, is as great as Class A, one A, and one B are. I mean, are there enough? Like heroes in training to 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 even survive something like that. What what are they trying to say? Where are they going? Like with this, I'm I'm a I'm interested and kind of curious and like don't know where they're going. Like another another show, um, I'm kind of interested. Oh, not to cut you off, but before you continue, for those who don't know, My Hero Academia is a newer anime set that's basically surrounding a group of students in school and training to be superheroes. In this world, superheroes are a very real thing. People are born with quirks. They have powers. So you can watch that. That's streaming on Hulu. Check it out. They're what, four seasons, five seasons loaded? I think they're, I think they're six seasons. Yeah, think, we're in the think, fifth or sixth now that's coming out week to week, but you've got enough to watch. So if you guys want to check it out, if that's new to you, that's what you can do. At least that's why I watched it. Mm. So go ahead, bro, my bad. Oh, you're cool. You're cool. Um, so another show, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping we get more episodes. But uh, Mashuko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation. I don't know if you guys. How is that? I, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. The synopsis looks interesting enough. It's um, 
I like it. I mean, I like it from from a standpoint on um, spoiler alert. Um, so obviously in recurrent reincarnation, somebody somebody obviously dies, and um, this guy gets a a new lease a new lease on life, and like in his new life, he's a prodigy um, and 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 whatnot. But but uh, it ends it ends with um, with um, he, him and his, him and, um, him and the person that he's, he's traveling with, they get, they get basically thrust into like, um, a whole different part of like the country and they have no idea where they're at. And, and, um, but, but long story short, like what I was, uh, what I was saying, he's just like, he's this magician, like this magic, uh, prodigy, like in his new life. And basically, um, basically everything that he couldn't do or that he was unable to do in his former life, he's, he's, um, he's a lot more helpful. And like, and, um, it's just, I'm just kind of curious as to, as to where, where, where they're going with it. Because like, because like, he's becoming like this great magician. He's helping, the, he's helping like the girl that he's with, like learn magic and she's becoming a great swordsman and all these other things. And like they're traveling with, with, um, with what is viewed as like basically like the worst person in the world. Like the the people, the type of people who they blame for all the calamity or whatnot. He's a part of the race, and they're traveling with him, and and um, and he kind of identifies it as him because in his former life he was an outcast. But uh, but. I'm interested to see where it goes uh, because um, you could say there's a little pervertedness in it, but it's, it's very, it's, it's very funny to me, but there's a lot of action in it as well. Mm-hmm. Is it a hentai call? You say what? Is it a hentai? <laughs> is that what it is, bro? And, and I can't you hear you. You say there's a pervertedness into it. What is this you're talking about, man? No, I, I'm saying you know how you know how um, you know how an anime like even in My Hero Academia you have Mineta being like perverted and like yeah. in his like in his like Master Roshi you mean like like Food Wars spoilers <laughs> have you watched Food Wars I haven't prepare just just the preface don't watch that with your mom like it's it's a hundred percent it's all there the innuendos are from the first episode it's very very suggestive and provocative. Gets the people going. So, mm. but um, in terms to go back to my hearings, I had to watch the magician thing. I'm surprised All Might ain't dead yet. Like I really thought he was gonna get, he was gonna get, he was done for in the last season. Well, I think um, I think Midoriya not changed. coming. I don't know. I have not read ahead. Oh. I'm not reading the manga. Uh, listeners, I'm not. But yeah. just where we're at in anime. Oh, I think Midoriya uh, prolonged it once he hooked up. Once he. Um, once he paired up with Aerie and and they had that huge fight with Overhaul. The fight with Overhaul. Ooh. Talk about a yo, do we do we want to put that in a top 10 anime moment? Heck yes. Bro, oh, that's we, we okay. I'll put it now. this way. I'll think put it this now. way. That fight with Overhaul, that's that's about the equivalent of Goku going Super Saiyan the first time. <laughs> you talking about Midoriya for a while? Yeah. 
That shit was kind of hard. I ain't not gonna I'm play. not saying it's not. I'm, but but think about what he said. He said he said the equivalent to when Goku went Super Saiyan for the, the first time. You remember how electrifying that shit was? Now, you know what? I'm not. I, even though I really like that fight for overhaul, I gotta object on the Goku part because the the part that I would compare to the Goku going Super Saiyan is when fucking Midoriya was trying to save the little boy with the spikes on his horns. I mean, on his mm. on attack, and he was getting crushed to the ground, oh. and he was like on some, "I'm not gonna let you die." Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. that, that that episode is what made me like my hero Academia as much as I like it. Because at first I was like, "Oh, cool, they saw him boxing." But on that episode, I was like, yo. Hey, bro, Maduro would be having some moments. You know what sold me on My Hero? Like, it was good from the jump, but the whole Stain arc. Like, when yeah. they were still in school and dealing with the villain, villain Stain showing up and, like, that whole coming together of the Legion leading up to the fight with one for all, like, that, that was, I was like, yo, this show, like, turned it up a notch and got really, really serious. Yeah, but well, it, I would say, I say, the, the only reason, the only reason I say like the the fight with like overhaul is like on par with like Goku going Super Saiyan for the first time is because in that moment like when when like Ari has her quirk activated he's able to go one hundred percent with all for with uh with uh one for all that very first time and his hair spikes up and gets lighter just like just like as if he was like almost like going Super Saiyan. And like he, I mean, you know I that mean, was a nod, though, right? Huh? You know that was like more of a nod. Like it's, I don't think it's a secret that my hero directly borrows from yeah, its yeah, I know, foundation I know. from DBC and Naruto. You know, it's yeah. like well, I, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it wasn't a nod. I'm saying more so, like I'm saying more so, like I. That's why, that's why I, I link it to that because, like, you have this, you have. This very first moment where Midoriya is able to tap into his 100% power and has full control. And man, man he hit overhaul so hot. When he I'm hit overhaul that one time, he hit him so hard, I flinched. I was like, what? Hey, bro. When, that thing, when, hey, when he swung and all them fists just, like, like, oh, he got lit up, bro. That was a hard fight, not gonna lie. But, 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 um, my 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 hero always had me just because like I like the storyline, but like where they really where they really really got me was that fight with All Might in um uh, one in uh all for one, like that that fight that solid. fight did it did it for me. Like I like I mean, not proud of it, but I was I was a little emotional like after. after I think that. that's when I started. I think that's when I started taking my hero serious. Like up until that point, the stain art leading to that, it was kind of, I want to say a little campy for what I remember, but it was still good. But that was when they like that whole stain art turned it up. I was like, oh no, nah, this is they they they're real deal with this. And uh it was emotional. It was very, very much the way they wrote that was uh meant to kind of you know hit strike a chord or two. But if okay, so if we've got the overhaul fight is one. Goku goes going Super Saiyan for the first time is two. There are eight more top ten uh, moments to make a top ten anime. What would those other eight be? Well, man, that's rough. That's rough. That's a whole episode of its own. But just if we want to just throw just to get the conversation rolling, we can actually um, do some do some Google research and some rebating on this one. But 
there I could think of a few in from Gundam, um, Full Metal, uh, more DBZ, definitely some Street Fighters. I could think of some uh, Princess Mom. I could think of a, a few. What would y'all? What would y'all jump in? Where we want to start at with that? No, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I can think. I can think of some that may be worthy, but I'm not saying they would make it. Like because like like. Kind of like what Banks is alluding to, like right now, like oh, you'd have to, you'd have to like yeah, take about you. fifty different moments and then like cut some things out. Like no, nah, like this won't make it, but this will. But I can name one off rip that I think we all might agree on. But Piccolo I'll died. Saving Gohan. Oh, what? When Piccolo died, saving Gohan. No, it's not. No. Bro, that I, I will say, I'll say this. I'll say this. That was a that was a dope moment. That was that was a dope moment, but I gotta agree with Banks. That's not in the top ten. Oh, that was a hard that was in, in terms of emotional moments. That was a that's a that's up there with some really look, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, look. Yeah, we're gonna have to do some homework on this one to come back. We gotta we gotta look. We're gonna have to make all this. We have to write it down because we got we really got to think about this. It's gonna come from the heart. We're gonna write them down because right now, Vegeta blowing himself up to save everybody with Vegeta. Vegeta, yeah. Well, like I said, I could do a top ten on Dragon Ball Z alone. Real, real say, like, if you if you really want to say what's the best ten moments in anime you've seen, you really got to think about it because you're gonna be like, "Dang, that's right, I did do that," or "Dang, I did watch." So like really, it's not simply just just trickle on somebody and expect them to come up with ten off the rip. But they gonna come up with some bullshit. But like <laughs> they was like, oh yeah, that was a better moment. No, but, there's there's definitely more. There's I'd be surprised if we could get two Dragon Ball Z moments in that top ten list. I'm just saying because like think of all the anime you've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, think of all the best moments of those anime that you've seen. You can probably get ten best moments out of one show. And I'll be honest, I know I don't think you was super sold on it, but Castlevania gave me some solid moments. I wouldn't, I don't know about top 10 all time, but I like what that series did. And I like the story so they told. If, if you're thinking top 10 all time, you really gotta like think about it. No, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I will say you haven't watched, I will say, Carlo, you watched that whole final that Carmella won about Castlevania spoilers. It does stick very much to somewhat of a structure to the vampire uh, allegory, uh, which I think I'm going to say is attributed most of the layer from Bram Stoker to Anne Rice. And then there's been some, you know, people to spin off and do their own takes on that. But for the most part, Carmella was no different in Castlevania than she was depicted in Vampire Hunter Duke Bloodlust. Kind of, she was the a top dog OG vampire that really had little to no concern for humanity and didn't care, like, would kill for fun. So much to the point that other the other OG vampires conspired against her. At least that was the premise of Bloodlust to uh, kind of assassinate her for a while, just because she was exhausting the food supply. Because she was just that murderous. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> she's a she's a beast, dude. But she has a fight scene in Castlevania that was that was top tier. I was like, hey, I was impressed. They they held she held it down, dude. You watched that Castlevania, you thought? Yeah. What'd you think on that whole? I, um, I I enjoyed that fight scene with her. Uh, a couple, obviously, the fight scene with Dracula and Alucard was classic. Um, yeah. I think this is just my personal opinion. That fight scene with uh, where uh, 
I forgot his name. What's the Black Forge Masters? Boys Master? Isaac. Isaac. The, the the fight scene where Isaac is attacking that city with his with his uh with his uh all his uh creations. His army of monsters, yo. He went and got ganged up, bro. Yes, like that that fight <laughs> scene. That was that that was uh another good one. Um, we'll and, have to dive into that the um, representation that he rep like with Isaac as a as a character and his evolution in that whole series because they. I think they did it justice. Like his yeah. whole his story arc, his development, and the final fight scene, even leading up to the end of the that last season with uh, three of them: uh, Alucard, uh, Trapor, and uh, what's the chick's name? Start with S. Okay, so this you know, is this... you know what I'm talking about, Carl. What? Hold on. What? Say it again. What was her name? The um the mage that's with them. Her name starts starts with an S. The maid. The mage in Castlevania. Oh, oh, oh! You talking about the speaker magician? Yeah. Um, darn it! I forgot. I forgot her name. I have to look it up. I, I hate that I forgot her name, but yeah, that whole the, the last the way they ended up with the three of them just going full beast mode for the last three episodes. Top notch, Vaughn. You'll love it if you give it a chance. Yeah, for real, for real. No, I, I had to. I had to substitute some some more episodes first. Okay, so here's just I'm not I'm not saying that you have to that you have to like give your list right now, but it's something to think about in the future. So, what are your top ten? And I'm not and I'm not saying like they're just one season of these anime, but just they're just one season like in a, in a, in the states or whatnot. What are your top ten one season animes? Oh. Uh. Mm-hmm. I already know off the rip that one, both of mine, two of mine are going to be Hell Bebop and Samurai Champloo. You said top 10 animes? No, top 10, top ten one season yeah. animes. Like one and done. Like, that's the end of the show. Like right now? Just, Just like all time. I can definitely say Cowboy Bebop, and that's new. that was newer to me. Um, Cowboy Bebop, High School of the Dead. High School of the Dead wasn't supposed to be one anime, though. So what? High School of the Dead was supposed to have a continuation, but it just- yeah, it was supposed to be, we've only got that one, and we, we yeah, won't get it's another not, one, because it passed it's away. Not, it's, not, it's not done, though. Like, one and done is like, we're going to tell the whole story in one season. Like, well, hold on. Let me fact check, because I don't, I don't know if they actually, if there was a creative direction, some conflict there, I want to say. Before deciding to continue with an anime, I thought the, I the thought manga the was set. Died. Huh? I thought the creator died. Yeah, but he, he passed. I think he passed. He did pass away, but I believe before that there was something going on. But let me fact check that. Um, I might be in Okay, so I'm not saying these are in it, but I I think they're worthy of consideration. Um, like you guys have mentioned some Parasite, obviously Death Note, uh, Afro Samurai, Dead Man's Wonderland. Got uh, about Dead Man Wonderland. That's a good one. Um, I didn't like the. I didn't. I liked Dead Man Wonderland from like episode one to like sixteen. Once they got, once they was like, oh, we not letting y'all out of prison. It kind of like got not. It kind of got boring. Cause like 
spoiler alert, you find out, I ain't gonna spoil alert, you find out who really got him put in jail, you're like, yo, this is stupid. But, them first, up until, like, towards the end, it was good, but then towards the, like, the end of it, I didn't like it. Um, I like the, I like Claymore. Yeah, Claymore was dope. Is Claymore one and done? Yeah. Yeah. I like the, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Let's see what else. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte is one season so far, isn't it? Yeah, that's my thing about new animes. I don't know if they're, I don't know if Charlotte's one and done because now how they end anime now with clip on cliffhangers, you never know if stuff's like done or not. So he's like, oh, that was good. I wonder if they're gonna have a season two. Like, no, that was the show. That that was it. Like, <laughs> that's the whole story. <laughs> So like with newer anime, sometimes I can't tell. So I gotta like look stuff up, see if they coming out with new stuff. So I like uh, I like Erased. Erased was really good. That being I've, I've been seeing that. Is that worth checking out? Should I add that? Yes, to yes, it is. Um, it's definitely it's definitely um, the crazy part about it. I mean, it's really like this very 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 a very um, small supernatural aspect to it. But I mean, it's just, just a normal show, but it, but it's, it's still, it's still a dope show. Um, I know, um, what's, what's another one? Uh, Grimgar Ashes and Illusions. That's another one season one that I, I, um, I gotta think, but like sometimes like, just like trying to remember off the top of my head what's one and done and stuff. So like it's kind of hard sometimes. So it's like coming up with like top ten list, you know. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard just coming off the top of your head. Have to go back and do a lot of revenging on some just to make sure. I, gotta I just got to remember which ones are like one and done and which ones are like. Hey, it's, it's a number. A number of mobile of the mobiles are one and done in their own. Like they're on individual stories. Like I'm just about to finish Iron Blooded Orphans. And I was I forgot how good it was. And that was that story is total inside of, you know what I'm saying, broken up into two seasons. The volumes, when it got to the UF leader was one long volume, but they broke it up into two seasons for the US translator. Oh. But that was that's done. Oh. Best another another, I don't know, I keep best Gundam, uh, best Gundam version. Yeah, that's oh, its own that's, episode as well, because that's you could go through. There's a new one on Netflix too. Um Halfway. Check that out if you have if you haven't. I did watch it the other night. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be this is y'all probably not gonna agree with me, but my favorite Gundam series is G Gundam. Have y'all seen it? Yeah, bro, I love G Gundam. G Gundam, that was the one where they was doing martial arts, it was at UC. That, nah, that was that definitely when G Gundam was like tournament style Gundam fights. Yeah, yeah, tur- yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. G Gundam, that's hard. I fucking yeah. love. I love. I love um, Gundam Wing, but G Gundam was like I really like that show. Like, I used to be in class screaming, burning fists and shit like. <laughs> I think that's on um, Hulu, or one of the streaming platforms right now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen what show is streaming platform did you know? I haven't seen it on there. I don't know. Gun- I want to say. Yeah. What, what's your favorite one? Uh, Gundam Wing? My, fa- my favorite one is Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing wanted me to have. I, that show That's made me want my own personal Gundam
when, when, I, when um, um, I remember, actually, man, um, Gundam Zero One versus Epion, I, I think is one of the best fights in anime. Like, well, you said, hold on, you said favorite Gundam fight or favorite Gundam series? I, Gundam Wing is my favorite series, but I, okay. I think I think like the fight with with uh, with Zero One and Ep when Epion between Hero and Zex Marquis. That was a dope fight, though. Yeah. She, she, people, they were just like cutting through like whole spaceships. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, they, hey, them two suits had so much plot armor, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Man, like, yeah. <laughs> Epion, uh, I think was my favorite Gundam, though. Like my favorite mobile suit. I think Epion was my favorite because it had like the, the fucking the red wing. Yeah, like that burgundy and black. Yeah, she was my favorite one. It was that one, uh, Death Sight, and then Wing Zero. But, yeah. What's, what do y'all think is the most recognizable Gundam? Probably Wing Endless Zero. Waltz, Wing Zero, no, uh, Zero One. Zero. Endless Waltz, Zero One. Just basically like the red, white, and yellow, and blue Gundam. Cause like Are y'all into collecting Gundams at all? I know a dude who is, but definitely not me. Because you gotta sometimes you gotta put them just together, and I ain't got the patience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put together no toys, huh? Nah, but I mean, some of that, some of that stuff is dope. Though. I didn't. It's amazing to me how readily available all of it is today. When I remember back when we was coming up, you had to pay a couple of hundred to order something from you know Japan, and now you can go to a spot and offer it. Yeah, it's thirty dollars, bro. Bro, I got, I've got like, I've got the the whole season of Gundam Wing, like, uh, like on like on DVD, but like I couldn't for the life of me, I could not get Endless Walks. Like, I don't know why. Like, it it was just like a lost artifact. Like, I had to like download. I recorded it on Crunchy Network. They came on like every week. <laughs> Speaking of Crunchy, fifteen years ago they went live. Shout out to them. Transforming the way we consume anime. Mm. No, can't keep it underground, dog. I was, uh, I was. You got no love for Grunchy? I got love for Grunchy. I fuck with Grunchy. I fuck with Grunchy way more than I fuck with anything else. Uh, just because, like, Crunchyroll play, like they got a wide variety of stuff instead of just like, because I think American uh, streaming services they just play what's popular. <laughs> Like, you know, top 40, top 40 hits of anime. Crunchyroll, bro, you get on there and find some obscure shit that, you know, I mean, you, I mean, there's way more obscure stuff that you can find online, but like, it's illegal. So. <laughs> now, going from, going from being just a sort of a platform to access or download or however, then transforming into a stream and then becoming their own because you they there is a Crunchyroll original now. Yeah. You know, they get the rights and they produce some shows and Netflix is doing a good job with that too. Um putting out a lot of, you know, translating a lot of manga, like, yeah, let's get it, let's get it done, let's get it out. Um to that note, Record of Ragnarok, one of my newer uh guilty pleasures. It's kind of a historical mashup, different religious ideas, um, novels, video game, even I think there's some Dynasty Warriors in it, but a, a grand tournament fighting to determine the fate of mankind and humanity. Did you What's see that like? Dynasty Warriors movie on Netflix? Say what? 
You see that Dynasty Warriors movie on Netflix? I haven't watched it. That's all it's coming. So, yeah, I'm just like, oh, instead of those lined up together. But uh, I'm going to give it a watch. Uh, Not sold on it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I used to love Dynasty Warriors, the game as a kid. Like, I could play that stuff for hours. I never got it. I never got so, it. I know I asked, I know I asked this question um about like where do you see this show going? But what do you guys if if they make a second season of Falcon and a Winter Soldier, where do you see it going? If they make a second season of it? Yeah. Uh honestly, I don't know. I didn't even watch the first bit, so okay. It was good. Um, it's interesting to see what Marvel's got got cooking. I think. Will we get a second season? I don't know. They're doing a pretty good job of setting us up for this multiverse, so I could see it. Um, I can only predict that it's probably going to follow the comic outline, I think, was 08, 09 when this run started with Falcon as Captain America. And that was, at some point, running simultaneously with the Secret Wars Hydra story arc of Steve Rogers. So, I mean, I'm not super versed in that. These are just two different stories that were happening, but I'm not super versed in the Falcons run as Captain America, but we'll see. I mean, one thing is for sure, two things for certain, Marvel hasn't made a bad bet yet. I mean, I don't, I don't think they can lose. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if we can say that. Okay. You didn't like Captain Marvel? Fuck and no. I did not like Captain Marvel. Bro, what was wrong with Captain Marvel? Bro, Captain Marvel was... Oh, let me get a quick spiel rundown of this because I go on for three hours on why I didn't like Captain Marvel. Number one, it was so dry and boring uh, as far as character development, as far as, like, you have, like, these interesting back... Back characters that are like now the front runners of the news that they did no, like no. Oh, I work in the military. Oh, cool. Uh, back to Bree Mar- uh, Captain Marvel. Like you have no backstory on any of the. Even though this is like an introduction movie, you really don't have any backstory on any of the supporting characters. They just support them for no reason. Like, and then like, they had no real villain. They 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 fucked up. They they made the creed like the the villains of the entire movie. I'm like, bro, like, come on, man. We get it. You're trying to trying to give like a political statement that sometimes the, the good guys are can be the bad guys. We get it, but not the creed. This is Marvel. This is this is comic book stuff. We have a whole history of like who are the bad guys. So if you make the scrolls the good guys and the refugees, then how do you make super scrolls? Because Super Scroll came from the invaders that were on Earth that Captain Marvel would have been fighting. I mean, yeah, but Super Scroll was a was a an experiment. I know, but not not I mean, we know the scroll. Yeah, we know the scroll have that. You know, it's just scrolls are the good people, and scrolls are experimenting and making these super soldiers. Why are they making the super soldiers? They're the good people. How do we not know that they aren't leading up to a reveal that the scroll were actually bad? 
Because that that's phase four. Because you already killed the creed guy who's going around a hunt down the, the power to become powerful. Like if you make the creed like if you in 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 Captain Marvel, if you make the creed evil, you have to make the person that's controlling the creed evil. Because they're the ones, they're the ones that's actually under creed under under the you know great power, you know, in, in their universe or in their homeland that's telling them to do everything. So if these people are evil, and they are like right under the evil. supreme power. Yeah, they supreme power evil. The supreme so intelligence. Like, all crews evil. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that Captain Marvel's outlay, like mind you, that movie retconned a lot that we thought we already knew. And that's, that's but that's what I'm saying. It, but what I, I'm saying is, it's, I don't think that's finite. I think that was just a point in time, and that phase four will probably get more retconning. And the good thing about that. It's bad. It's bad. That's bad. I don't think that's bad. I don't, hey, don't retcon seventy years of, of Marvel and be like, oh yeah, that's what it is. No, but it wasn't. I don't think they presented that to establish it as finite. We do know the MCU, the cinematic universe, varies a little bit. It's different from the actual comics yeah, established. But making the entire race of people who are supposed to be good, you know, good people who want to who want to better the universe, the bad guys of the movie. But you do realize they they established that the Kree were evil long before Captain Marvel. Ronan, the accuser, is the Kree in the yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. But Ronan, the accuser, was not working under the under the supreme power. He is no, he is he is conquering at the point we're introduced to him in Guardians. He is conquering for the for the advancement of the Kree Empire. He is no, his name. advancing for the Kree Empire, but he's doing it as a as a rogue, as a Ronin. His name is Ronin because he goes and Ronin means he's a masterless swordsman. Like he he's doing all this shit on his own. The Kree and is, Captain Marvel. Is he the acting last? Do we know if it's established that he's the last of the Kree? Because if he's the last of the Kree, it doesn't matter whether he's on his own or not. If they if they no, are the last of the Kree and they're all that's left in their continent, there's a difference. That's, still the Kree There's a difference between a rogue person, a rogue, and somebody who's working for the Supreme. They they're working directly. I get under that, but what I'm saying is, with, with that point that we see him, is it established that like are they the last of? No, because he's not. What, is the, and Captain Marvel has it in. Is she destroyed the Supreme Intelligence? Or what is that? Is, is it can it be destroyed? Even? I'm not oh, what? Can the Supreme Intelligence even be destroyed in Captain Marvel? Hey, bro, you're going to cut your mic up. I can't hear you. Can the Supreme Intelligence be destroyed in Captain Marvel? Can it be destroyed? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's where, that's where the, their power comes from. Like, she makes the so they. They even tried to make it seem like the Supreme Power was evil when it was telling Kree to go do all this stuff. Like, so the Supreme Intelligence at the end, because I'd have to go back and rewatch, but is it destroyed at the end of Captain Marvel? Is it destroyed? No. Okay. Okay. So, so oh, hold on, guys. All right. So, real quick. Um, well, we can't pause that while we get into a good topic. Like, we, we're in the middle of that. Or you can't pause that. <laughs> like, you can't stop that while we're in the middle. We got to finish that. So, with that said, thanks. Do, we don't know where the Supreme, because Guardian doesn't mention where the Supreme Intelligence is, does it? How about what? Guardians never mentioned where the Supreme Intelligence is, or any of the prior to. It doesn't, but I know that in Captain Marvel, mm -hmm. these Kree were entering back to the home station, and we're like, okay, yeah, we're on it. And was trying to kill Captain Marvel earlier. This shit was dumb. 
Now, we, you think about the layout of the MCU, that story, that's kind of making sense. Like, yeah, there's some retconning out of it, which they, that's, that's not a secret. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's it meant to establish a finite set. Like, as we know with the multiverse coming up and these shows, there's going to be a lot that they can pull and take and do like, with that. It's, pull it. If they do, which speaking while we're on the subject, Black Widow's coming out in two, three days. So, segue there. Listen, listen. If they do multiverse, we know the multiverse is coming. That's happening. I know. If they do, they're doing multiverse. So, let's say the Supreme Power is evil in this verse. The the Captain Marvel that we have is in main timeline. So, like, that would be what happened. That's what happened. That, well, that's, for that, in that, yeah, for that, that point in time. But mind you, there's a whole lot that from the from the Captain Marvel to Endgame Infinity War and then beyond. There's a lot that's yet to see. Bro. But I mean, I, I for the record, I, I like Captain Marvel. I can see people saying it with it, but I didn't dislike the movie. I thought it was I did. <laughs> I just like that one, and I dislike Thor, Dark World. So <laughs> we all think, I think, yeah, Dark World. We don't talk about Dark World. Carl, don't talk about Dark World. And I too. Listen, I mean, I, I, I love pretty, pretty majority of the things Marvel puts out. I know um, most, most beginner movies, they're not the best. It's uh, occasionally, like you, you'll get an Iron Man, you get a Black Panther. But most of them, they kind of start off slow. So I'm not, I'm not really, I, I'm not really a harsh critic on, on, on Captain Marvel in that regard. My biggest, my biggest uh, issue with the movie was the fact that I felt like they wait too long, waited, they waited too long to show what she's really capable of. Like when you see her doing, I'm like, what in the world is this? Like Captain Marvel's way stronger than to be, to be like running after people. Like what? I mean, so, but, but, uh, that's just me. Um, <clears throat> but um, as far as like, I wanted, I want to bring it as far as like for 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 like our next episode, um, some good topics I think we could talk about like who we want to see play Storm next, um, the topic of Black Panther like in the in from a cinematic oh, yeah. from a we, cinematic we standpoint about. Yeah. How we, sure. what we feel like sh- should be done with the role. Like I know, just not to like go into detail, but me personally, I think it's it's a, it's a no brainer that they should recast. Well, we'll table table. That. But that's coming up for a whole episode for y'all, the whole Black Panther conversation, mm-hmm. um, particularly where the sequel, obviously, uh, Two Kingdoms, rumors of Namor. But what's going to happen next? Obviously, I'm um, RP to the great Chadwick Boseman. Um, and thank you for what he did and what he brought to the screen in that role for bringing a um, Black Panther to life and the representation of what that means for you know a bunch of Black kids everywhere around the world. Um, but yeah, that's that's a conversation in and of itself that we need to dive into moving forward. Um, we've spent a lot of time, more time than usual on anime because this body is really designed to talk about more than anime, but are y'all excited about anything comic-wise that's uh, that's coming out or it's on the scenes right now? I know a lot of comics are getting brought into or converted into anime, yeah. uh, one of the more popular, newer, Invincible, which is solid, but anything y'all reading out there comics-wise? Uh, you know, 
I'm not a big DC fan, but I'm really looking forward to the new static shock that's coming out. Uh, they're redoing that. Uh, uh, static shock. I'm looking forward to like some indie stuff that I've seen. Uh, uh, wait for Society 2.0 to come out. Uh, what else? I'm waiting for the new spawn to come out. You know, I was just gonna say, you know, I was waiting on the. You know, you know what I'm waiting on. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I bought not one, not two, but three copies of issue number one, Spawn Universe. Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Waiting um, for Spawn to come back out here and start curb stomping motherfucking demons. You know. Right. <laughs> so apparently, a lot's been happening in the Spawn Universe since I've been gone. For those of you who don't know, it's a huge uh, mistake that Iron Man is my favorite superhero. You're not. Spawn, he was my number one superhero. I'll never forget when Spawn came out. It was the first week when we talk about representation matters. Spawn was the first black superhero that I looked at and said, Oh, this nigga is bad. Like, he was yep. legit. He had the coolest backstory. He was a mercenary soldier, like, murking anybody could get it. Um, well, at least you know, it seemed like that was cool. That's murder, not cool at all. But, but uh, he, was a, he was a hitman for hire. He got uh, he got betrayed by his best friend. You know, it's always a Judas. Nothing perfect to make a nigga the hero he needs to be, right? And on his way to hell, because he lives so shitty, he strikes to deal with the devil and gets power, all sorts of hellspawn powers, and he's like right back like he never left. And the whole story, I recently got the uh, compendium, which is a uh, first original issues one to fifty that McFarlane did on the run, and it's just. This Spawn universe is meant to lay the foundation for a multiverse within the Spawn universe. Because apparently there are different Spawns. There have been all sorts of different, like there was an Omni Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, She Spawn, like all sorts of this, um, a medieval Spawn, a medieval Witchblade Spawn run. But um, all of this is following the aftermath of the war between heaven and hell, God and devil. Currently, the throne of hell is vacant. And this is all leading up to the launch of King Spawn, which I am effing pumped for because apparently whoever has that's two different comics, Spawn Universe and King Spawn, but whoever has control of the throne of hell essentially has the power to do everything. And you know, Spawn plays walks that line of religious but deals with a lot of um, kind of he's an anti-hero. Uh, they deal with a lot of dark things, a lot of like, you know, philosophical just life things, existing things. Um, and not to spoil, but the story of Spawn itself, I encourage people to look up or read um, the reason you, there's a big twist, which there's a reveal at the end of Spawn, which if you're a long time reader and lover of it, you don't really pick up on the actual reason why he goes to hell until you get to the very end of that, you know, those first 300 something issues. But uh, yeah, Spawn's Universe and King Spawn are definitely on my top two lists and new comics. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Um, um, I know, like me personally, um, some of the some of the ways like you feel about Spawn, I feel that way about Blade. I know. Um, Blade. When um, well, we can talk about it. We can talk about that on like the next episode. But I won't. I won't go into detail on it. But I just wanna. I just wanna um, just drop that off as we close. Um, you know, uh, great first episode. Um, look forward to doing more with you fellas. And uh, once again, I'm Carl. Carl Tomlinson, a.k.a. Chaos Black. Uh, I'll turn it over to our fellow co-host. I'm Banks. Banks himself. Y'all know me as uh, 
Murphy's Law 615. Um, before we do wrap, Blade saves Marvel. I want to give him his flowers for that. It's, it gets talked about yeah. with friends, but you mentioned Blade. I, I Blade know. I wanted, like, I, wanted, I wanted to like, I want, I wanted to like save that for the next because we could talk about that for another whole hour. Yeah, we could go in on that, but that's yeah. We got something cooking for y'all. We appreciate y'all tuning in and checking us out, um, guys. When when's the next episode? Are we gonna make this a weekly thing, bi weekly. What are we talking about? So they know when to come back and catch us. And when I know they we can could follow us. We could. Uh, we, I know. Um, I'm definitely down for doing like um, every Wednesday. Um, that's this is this is this is right up my alley, and like we could also do like specialty episodes when like big news drops or like especially like after like um, like um, a premiere of like a highly a highly regarded like comic reel or like a, something big happens in the anime world or a huge Marvel movie drops like stuff like that. There's all sorts of big things coming, uh, cinematically, comically, the cons, things opening back up. So all the cons, like, yo, is Comic Con 2022 going to be a thing? We need to make that. Uh, if, what do you, it needs I don't to be. know, but it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I would love to go to <laughs> Comic Con, Dragon Con, and not to, um, not to forget Prison Black. There's a whole roster of releases. Up and coming titles, merch that Prison Black. You can check it out, prisonblack.com. You can follow my man at Banks himself on Twitter, uh, his IG. I'm at Murphy's Law 615. That's my IG. You can also catch me on Clubhouse with that. Carl, if you want to throw yours and take us on off, we're about.